Hey gorgeous soul, Jasmine here. I know it has been a minute <laughs> since I have come on the podcast and beautiful that is because I am completely, completely unqualified. Like in every single way possible. <laughs> Oh my goodness, I don't even know where to begin. Um, and I don't really remember where we left off. I know we were talking about self-worth and blissing out on our body. Um, and really, when you go back to the beginning when this podcast was first called Chocolate Talk and then turned to Fitness Mimosas, the conversation has been so much about just raw conversations about loving ourselves. And that's because loving, just the concept of love in general, is just something that in my life, it's always been served to me in a very complicated um, way with good intentions. But, ooh, girl. It literally, and I know this almost feels like, and I know this is not a fair comparison because I've never been on at the whipping post, um, but it's kind of the analogy that I have about my relationship with love um, because it's been so painful. It's been so painful that it feels like... Um, you know, slavery days are still going on today, and I hope they don't still use this tool, but they used to have this thing, like this piece of leather with shards of glass on the end of it, and they whip the slaves' backs with it. And that's, to be completely transparent with you, that's what my relationship with love has been. And it's been further complicated because the people that were holding the whip were people that loved me. So yeah, <laughs> and sometimes, and this is probably what hurts the most, it was me. It was me holding the whip, whipping my own back. In fact, I whipped myself more than anyone ever has. And I'm, this is, you know, and I take complete onus for that. Like, I don't blame anyone. You know, I know it came from a place of love. Um, but... The reason why I talk about self-worth, you know, is to have self-worth and self-care and self-love. It's all based out of love. But I had so much trouble loving myself because over and over and over again, I was like hurting myself. And that was my relationship with love is that it was broken promises it was, you know, shame. It's guilt. You know, 
And it's not that the other, like if you think about like a temple of love, it's not that the other pillars weren't there, but it's that like, I feel like I'm an archaeologist and I'm trying to discover what the pillars are and I'm trying to discover like what love really means. And so I'm completely unqualified, not just for this podcast, but for also for this book, which girl like God gave me this book and what I wanted to do and what I'm still going to do is every week I want to come to you and I want to share share a story from this book because this isn't my book what's happened and there's such a long story behind it so I won't bore you with the details and I'm still trying to figure out how I got here but somehow um on the wings of angels and through many people's prayers, I ended up 1,600 miles away. I'm sitting here in this little, <laughs> this little tiny room. I've covered everything in flowers and pink because pink is universal sign for love. So my desperation to even have an idea of what love was, I added pink to my room because then maybe I could feel just a little bit of love. Um, But it was so hard. Like, my little warrior and I, we shared a room. Or if you asked him, it was his room, and I was just allowed to. <laughs> to I was just allowed to be there from time to time, <laughs> which really was the way it went down. <laughs> um. So even decorating it was so painful because I didn't want to decorate it with just my energy when I'm so used to living with his but I have to remember that his energy is part of God's energy and not only that I wrote this book you know what maybe I will share a little bit about this with you I was watching this video with Sierra and I think I mentioned this earlier and it's about it's called thinking about you and in this video she's glowing she's radiant she's sparkling right it's absolutely insane like I like it's it's not the makeup, it's not the line, like she's glowing. And one of the comments said when a woman is loved properly, she glows. And a lot of them are referencing like her new marriage. And you can see the new Sierra. This is the thing. The new Sierra arrived before the man even did. And it's all in that switch of alignment. I think she said it was like within six months or whatever, you know, and she switched. You can see that love, that that love glow. And so I thought like, well, what if our glow, I post into my um, Facebook group, Welcome to Join, it's called From Womanhood to Goddess, um, and it's kind of like just a group of women living life as we live our life um, through self-care, self-love, and self-worth, being our self-glow, just like it's our own sexy lingerie, right? Sexy lingerie, right? Um, had a trouble getting that word out there. And it really resonated with some of them in the group. One of the women even reposted it. You know, when a woman is loved properly, she glows. What if that love comes from self-love? And so I wrote this book <laughs> and I don't even remember writing it. Like within, I don't know, two, two and a half weeks, it was done. And I don't even remember the words. And now I look at the book, I think the first draft, I feel like God wrote the first draft through me for me. 
And now it's my time to break into templates because what happened is that after the first draft, I looked at it and there was something, first off, I was like, I don't remember writing this. And I'd take it to work, I would pour over it, I would read it, and I'd be like, I really don't remember these words. Every sentence just like really filled up my soul. But there was something missing. And the book, you know, before I came here, I'm sure you remember that podcast episode, A Woman's Worth. I asked them what their worth was. Well, now I'm here. I'm asking women, how did they find their wings? And this is the thing. When I say that, it's okay to not have your wings. Like, for example, I've laid down my wings. But I knew the book, it needed something more. And so what's been added to it and what I'm going to be sharing with you in these weeks leading up to the release of this book are stories of women who found their wings. And these are women who, you know, I put up the call through Facebook. I put up the call through Instagram. A friend referred it to her friend and they came down. Like these are women that they've traveled on down. I've designed a pair of beautiful Victoria's Secret inspired wings. Women that have been able to come here and be a, have a photo shoot. We've had that intimate experience of having a boudoir photo shoot and then recorded this, the secret to how their self-love became their self-glow and how that they have found their wings. And the women's, I've also interviewed women who are thousands and thousands of miles away. Um, some of them, I, like I've never met in person, um, but the moment I connected with every single one, it felt like we were sisters in real life. And initially I wanted this episode to be one where I just start off with sharing a story. But at first, I just feel like I need to come to you and just say, girl, listen, I am raw, I am vulnerable, I'm unqualified, and there's been enough signs that have come into my life, um, or just, they say, like, what you're looking for is what you see, right? And I don't even know if I was looking for it, but I was watching a video with Ed Milet, and he referenced, like, you know how something's for you when you feel completely unqualified for. And I would hear it just resonate in different videos and different things. People would say, yes, when you feel completely unqualified, that's how you know that you're in the right right area. Um, and, you know, one of my coaches, Joseph Rose, said, like, your greatest pain becomes your greatest platform. And I thought my greatest pain was self-worth, and it is. Because throughout some of my life, I've felt dirty and so much shame. But it's even deeper than that. It's because I'm not understanding the relationship of what love was. And that's even when I had my little warrior here and he loved me. Even when I had people around me and they loved me. Even when I had the foundation of love and they loved me. For some reason, and I don't know why, but for some reason, I could only feel the whips on my back. And so as I work through this book, um, these one have come, like I think the first one that came put on the wings, at the end of her session, she just sat there. We sat there. I have these flower petals that I used to in her shoot. And we sat there and the big flower petals and we just prayed together. She was just like, can I just pray with you? And we just prayed together at the end of her session. Another woman, I went at Walmart because of my tiara, right? I met at Walmart and we struck up a conversation. Three months later, we're having a photo shoot together. Three months later, we're having a photo shoot together, you know? And um, and she's paying me for the shoot the most that I've gotten for like any shoot. She's like, presence. And like, here I am, not quite sure like how I'm going to make ends meet. And I'm just kind of opening myself up. And I am falling over. Um, 
I have so many interviews, like one person's telling another person's telling another person and I'm blown away. And so how I think I have to go back and look at the first draft and see how, again, how I want to structure this. But what I'm thinking about doing is taking each woman's story and at the end of the story that it's the woman's story and then it's a corresponding space for you to write your love note to yourself. And so God willing, this will be released on Kindle coming out July 31st and I'm nervous I'm scared I'm not quite sure I can get done by July 31st um, but I really wanted the July 31st because Proverbs 31st is my favorite chapter it talks about the, the virtuous woman um, but this is my thing I hope that just in some way if you've been waiting for something or if you've had a dream and you're like girl I don't know if I can do it like Please let this be your inspiration to rise up because I'm telling you that there's women that need you. Um, please, be the, please let this be the time to embrace your glow because I'm telling you that there's women out there, they have the glow inside of them, but they don't know the right channel to slip into. So I something I do is I sage my room like every night. And I light my sage and I go and I just wave it everywhere. It's supposed to be over the corners and over the doors and girls in my room. I, I, say, I sage it everywhere. <laughs> I sage in my entire room. I always have essential oils going. You know, I have my grounding principles on my mirror. It's just like small things that like keep me me. Um, but I just want to say like there's someone that needs your glow. It doesn't matter where you are. Like I'm in this state where um, I barely know anyone, right? And I'm blessed because, you know, an hour and a half away, um, I do have a family that's very dear to me, but like I'm here and there's so many times where I come and I pull up to the house and I that I'm renting a room from, girl, and I can't even like, I have such a hard time walking inside. Because I know I'm walking into this like empty space in the morning. Same thing with the morning. It's like so hard for me to open my eyes. And it's just knowing that even in my unqualifications, there's been times where God has just thrown up, shown up and shown through. Like Tanya Lee, who the leader of French Kiss Life Movement. You know, um, there's a gift of a scholarship where I could partake in our Slim Chic and Savvy program. That's like a $1,500 program. It's probably more. It's probably like $2,500 now. Like it's, a, and that moment came, you know, at the moment that I just needed it that most. Now I got here, I did all this work. I got here and I completely, I'm in such a bad place. And so I'm working with Chelsea Roses on how to be soft and surrender. You know, I work with Eric Thomas on what do the 1% do, but then also I knew I needed it on a deeper level. So you know what happened? God opened up the doors to me to AJ Johnson. <laughs> She's, um, she played the mom and baby boy. And I literally just, you know, I eat a little less. I put my coins aside. I save up for these coaching sessions. Um, they're normally $250. They're on sale. Um, through a word that God gave her, they're on sale for $30. And I, and I just, I save up for that. And this minute, this morning, I was so numb and such in a bad place that I could barely pick up the phone when she called, that I picked up the phone. So I just want to say that you're unqualified. What you think makes you unqualified or in terms of your unqualifications is what makes you qualified. There are a group of people 
um, waiting on you. And especially as a woman, this stands, if you're a woman, listen to this as a woman, like you are healers, you're inherently a healer. There is this sweetness about you. This, there is this soulful healing about you. There's a value in who you are, um, that helps to heal those around you. And so, you know, it's okay to be in your softness, your openness, your vulnerability, your intimacy, pour that all in with yourself. And then while you're still in it, it's okay to have a sparkle, have a glow. That way someone else can soak in the glow. Don't wait until you get until you get there to start living. Rise up as that woman right now. And if you're a man listening to this, oh my goodness, you are the container for everything, right? Like you're the king, like you're the what was created like first, right? Right before the woman. And like I think it's not valued in in the right way in terms of masculinity and femininity. And this is not about men being over the woman, but in terms of like what a man really knows who he is, he's grounded in who he is in the container. There's so much power behind it. And a woman really knows who she is. And when she's, I don't even say source, when she's open in who she is, like I've, I've been saying like, please just use me as an open chalice, like completely open and just filled up with the most delicious things in the world, you know? And listen, I am so imperfect. I can't even claim that I'm someone who has their wings because beautiful I don't. I can't even claim to be like one of the roses in the garden because at this point in my life, I'm just one of the petals on the ground. But you know what? I know that even in that petal on the ground, there's still a radiance and there's still a glow because it was created there and it was left there before I was even physically here. And I know this might seem like woo-woo, but I hope this message, no, I know it will, will reach the right people. Because all throughout my life, I've met women who are radiant, who are glowing, who are in their purpose. Even though I was interviewing through this book, you know what happened? Some of the women that I took their pictures with, they took the pictures in order for pictures to really look beautiful. They went and they they had to re-edit them because the editing I do is very light on my pictures. So they went in, they re-edited them. Um, I think it's called face tumor or something. I don't know. And they took out the blemishes. They added this extra thing. I'm not quite sure what happened, but when I looked at the picture, I almost started crying, <laughs> literally. And it's, ha- it's happened with more than one, not all of them. Um, it's only been like a couple of them that, that have done it so far, but I don't say anything because if that's what makes them feel good, like I created the, the photo shoot portion of this was a gift and I want them a gift that they're happy about. So if that's what it takes to make them feel happy, I don't say anything about it. Um, but I've like my entire life, I've met women who are radiant and beautiful, but for some reason, when they look in the mirror, they don't see their glow. So I just want to encourage you to believe in your inner goddess. 
I want to encourage you to switch your stilettos, to slip out of one set of stilettos, one set of thoughts that, I mean, forgive the language, but they got shit in them. They got that extra baggage. They got stuff other people dumped in there. They have your insecurities in them. So beautiful. Let's kick those pairs of stilettos off. There's a sexier pair out here. They're covered with Swarovski crystals. Um, you know, they're covered in diamonds. They have red bottoms. They're waiting for you. So switch out of the old slittos, slip into the new, believe in your inner goddess, and celebrate the one that is you. Love you. Talk to you soon.